from coast to coast, Epic investors are doing the most. It's time for another Epic Field Report. Cool. So today I'm on the phone with Jamil Strickland. He's a, a member of our Your First Deal course, and he took us up on the pilot program, and he posted uh, just this, I don't know, about a week or so ago that he just closed his first wholesale deal. So I wanted to bring him on the show to talk about it. So Jamil, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me, Matt. You bet. So um, I don't have a whole lot of details on this other than this post, but um, how, how did you find this particular deal? I found this particular deal by actually a bandit sign. I found the buyer by kind of the way you explained at a Rio group meetup. Mm -hmm. um, pitched a deal in front of a crowd of maybe 100 people, <laughs> very nervous, and mm -hmm. uh, had my flyers and kind of like you said, meet me in the back corner and, you know, the whole everything you talk, you know, as far as buyer, I, that's how I found my buyer as well. That's great. So that was a, you had a real seller call you and what was the, how did that conversation go? She called me and was like, I put Jay. It's easy to remember, right? Mm -hmm. I, put, I tell my friends are doing it. Make it easy name, Jay. You know, just make it simple. And she called me and said, is this Jay? I'm like, yeah, this is Jay. I'm a, how are you? And she was like, wow, you're, you speak and talk so much better than everybody else I call on the sign. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, okay. So, you know, she instantly, she just from like literally the first 10 seconds, uh, she said, wow, you're so much better than everybody else. I called these signs. I was so scared to call a sign like this, but invited me over. We talked a little bit about, um, asked her why she's looking to sell. I should consider a realtor, you know, things you teach. And um, she's already moved to another city and this house has been sitting vacant for a long time and she needs the money quick. I said, well, I got you. Well, that sounds like all the right signs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, so really they're out there is what you're telling me. They are out there. All right, so you got the deal uh, under contract. You come to an agreement with the, the seller. And then uh, to find the buyer, you took on the, um, the Fame with Flyer course. And uh, so tell me how that went. It went great. I used a template that you have, the Fame with Flyer. Um, I just put in my picture. I added just my social media on the bottom. I thought it looked kind of cool. For brand uh -huh. Just like you said, I had four bullet points. Um, the last one is the, you know, the killer, right? I practice many times. I say this, 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 this. $400 cash flow. Very nervous. And I start off kind of with a joke. You know, I kind of say, right to Mike, I say, listen, today is the day you guys are about to get a deal. And everybody looks up at the room because everybody else is so boring, right? Nice. And I'm like, bring out your favorite pin. You guys got it? And everybody's like, who is this guy, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I got everybody's attention. Let's, let's blow your mind. And then I get to, you know, going through my deal. And I go through it really quickly too, right? Mm -hmm. One bath, blank, blank, and, you know, $400 cash flow. I have flyers in my hand right here. Listen, I even got my, my printer uh, ink for you guys. It's, it's colored too, so you know it's the good stuff. Get them laughing. Mm -hmm. And I say, meet me in the back corner. I'm over there eating a box of pizza. And, uh, you know, I got <laughs> three more deals to come over. Not just this one. They meet me back there. And I met the guy. He did. So, how many people were in the room? Probably, I'd say it's, it's the biggest one in Detroit. So, it's, it's Renegade Detroit. It's probably easily 100 people, if not more. Okay. Yeah. 100 people, and then at the end of the meeting, how many people actually came back to see you? Let's say on my way walking to my seat, because I'm in the back, mm. people are like, hey, hey, give me a flyer, you know, as if somebody else is coming up. And I'm handing out flyers, I'm walking to my seat. So I probably hand out five like that. Uh, maybe five came to see me, and one guy happened to be from California, and I was like, man, listen, I can't believe prices at homes be Detroit are like this. And his dad, his father ended up buying from me. So it wasn't even him. His father, you know, bought from me. Nice. And you only had to do that once, right? I did it once for that property, but I'd done it 
prior many times so people seen who i was you know right but yes that one time is how i met him okay great so let's let's take a little detour here you've done this multiple times now at the the ria group right and the first time you had an actual property under contract you sold it at that meeting but you had done it a few times in advance before that right right exactly okay and are you continuing to do it Every meetup I got. Perfect. So what are some of the other things you're starting to notice? Definitely you sold the property. What else are you starting to notice? You know, I think you mentioned, I believe you did, it's, it's, it's the brand of that this guy does deals. And then when you do it with somebody inside the group and that hundred people, you know, people know each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I've probably gained about 500 more friends on Facebook and, <laughs> you know, and people see you so many times, they come with you with questions and start asking me to be on your buyer's list. And before I get up there, they kind of know who I am a little bit. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. Perfect. All right. So your exit strategy, you, you flipped it, you wholesaled the property, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And then how much money did you make on this one? That particular one was 2,500. 2,500. Perfect. What would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned in this transaction? The biggest lesson I learned is to control the title work. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, you find your own title company and you do the follow with them. You know, you're saying, hey, how's everything looking? You know, when you get it back, what does this lean mean? What, you know, you're kind of really engaged in the title work. I didn't know how hands on you have to be during the process. And I think that um, that's something I learned is like, no, you have to be hands on. You know, you find a buyer and sub, but you still have things in between to do, right? Show mm-hmm. them the you know, they want to take second, triple looks and stuff like that. And you got to really be hands-on during the process. And I wasn't expecting that. But now I know, like, kind of systematically put that together and time it better. Right. Yeah. When you're wholesaling, you know, you got a, you got a new buyer coming in to take your place. And it behooves you to stay involved to make sure that both the seller and the buyer do what they're supposed to do. So you get your payday, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good lesson. How are you going to celebrate? You know, it's funny, you know, I'm caught in a dilemma, right? I, uh, it was Christmas when I kind of closed alone, pretty much. Well, when I got the first deal, it was around at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm already getting gifts. So I don't know. I think I might put some money aside, put most of it into my, back into the marketing budget. Maybe I might do a dinner or something like that. Dinner's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, you, you completed the course, you posted your check inside of the Facebook group. You got your pledge back. You got it back by three times, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a great investment. So for those that are listening and are inspired, because I'm certainly inspired by you, what would you say to the people that are thinking about taking on the pledge at the free course? I say do it. I say invest in yourself. The best investment is when you bet on yourself. And I love betting on myself because, you know, I know they just it's all me. My own responsibility is no excuses. So I love the, the setup of the Super. Well, thanks for sharing. If you want to take this on, you can go to freerealestateinvestingcourse.com. You can follow in Jay's footsteps. Got his first deal done and he got his second one done shortly after that. He's got two more in the pipeline and the sky is the limit. Jay, keep doing what you're doing. If you need any help, you know how to reach us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. You have a good one. All right. You too. Take care. This is Terrio Media. Hey, when you go to work for your money, are you a little frustrated in how hard your money is working? or not working for you? Are you looking for some fresh ideas for some new investments? Oh, perfect, because I've got some for you. But before I go there, let me just disclose that I'm not a financial planner, I don't have a crystal ball, and I don't have any insider information to share. But I do have a list of five investments that everyone should check their portfolio for before making their next investment. So let's do that. Let's go over the five investments that everyone should make so you can maximize your money's ROI, your money's return on investment. All right, so five investments that everyone should make. The first one, you. 
Invest in yourself. And specifically, I'm speaking of education, training, and skill development. Because, you know, it's been said that formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. And that was actually Jim Rohn that said that, the original mentor to Tony Robbins. You know, if it, when you graduate from college, there's a big reason that that speech that's given at the, at the uh, graduation, it's called the commencement speech, right? Because after your formal education is complete, it's just the beginning. That's when the real learning begins. So, so never stop investing in your education. And, and I'd have to say that's probably more true today than it has ever been before. And it's likely going to be even more important tomorrow, because we live in this rapidly and drastically changing world. Eric Hoffer, I mean, he was way ahead of his time when he said, in a time of drastic change, it is the learners who inherit the future. The learned usually find themselves equipped to live in a world that no longer exists. So I want you to know there are no dumb investments, just dumb investors. And I don't want you to be one. So invest in your education. Number two, invest in business, specifically your business. Investing in your own business, it does a few things. It gives you control over your finances like you have no other, over no other investment. You, you've got no control over what the stock market does. I mean, the wind, it, it can change direction tomorrow and your portfolio is down 30% by no doing of your own even. Or maybe you're invested in a century-old company, a household name, like something like a, like a Lehman Brothers. And that can go out of business seemingly overnight and you're completely wiped out by no doing of your own. You've got no control there. Inside of your own business, you've got control. Investing in your own business, it removes the income ceiling that accompanies most jobs. There's no limit on your income when it's your own business. And here's why this is important, because if you want money to work for you, you're going to need some to put to work. And the typical day job, even regardless of what it pays, it never seems to provide the extra or enough money to invest to make any sort of significant impact, any sort of significant progress. Simply starting a business is going to change how money flows to you in our society. And here's what I mean. People's biggest expense in life is taxes. And when you don't own a business, when you don't own a business, you pay Uncle Sam first, and then they're gracious enough to let you keep what's left over. But when you do own a business, you pay yourself first, and then Uncle Sam gets what's left over. You know, whether full-time or part-time, start a business and invest in it. Number three, invest in your environment, meaning the people that you surround yourself with. You've heard this before, I know. You'll be the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. It's an overused cliche, and forgive me for using it, but that doesn't make it any less true. I mean, if you aspire to be, do, or have more, then you need to seek out and spend time with people who are being, doing, and having more than you. There's probably no greater shortcut to what you aspire to than surrounding yourself with the right people. And here's why. You're going to have access to wisdom in ways that you never would. You'll have access to resources in ways that you never would. You'll have access to key contacts and relationships in ways that you never would. And you're going to have access to evidence of what you aspire to is real, that it's tangible, that it works, that it's possible, that it's possible for you. And that type of evidence, that cannot be overestimated. And you're going to have access to peer pressure in ways that you never would. And I know that sounds kind of weird, kind of funny, access to peer pressure, but, but here's what I mean. I mean, think back. We can all think back in high school at some point where we did something stupid just because other people were doing it. It just happens. We're human. We assimilate. That's what we do. But that's the dark side of peer pressure. But it works both ways. There's a light side. You see, when your peers are crushing it, 
you'll be pressured to crush it too in ways that you never would have before. And when you're in your environment, I want you to keep your eyes and your ears open for those special relationships. And I'm speaking specifically of mentors. Get close to them. Be of service to them. Be of value to them. Pay them if you must. It's one of my bigger regrets in life, not making it a priority to seek out mentors much earlier. So places to look to start improving your environment. A quick and easy place, cheap, easy, free, at free actually, meetup.com. Or start Googling industry organizations that you can join. Country clubs. Uh, ask around for networking groups and mastermind groups. And some of those are free. Some of them cost. Some of them cost a lot. You know what? A little tip. Over the years, I've used the, the cost of entry as a clue as to who's in the group. Because if you want to be rich, it's more likely to happen and happen quicker by hanging out with rich people. And rich people join expensive clubs and groups. Your environment, it's an investment. And sometimes it's a huge one. But it pays back like no other. Number four, invest in income real estate. (laughs) Surprise, right? Because it's real. And it's going to be here as long as you are. You can't say that with so much certainty about any other investment. And I don't advocate real estate because I love real estate. I advocate real estate because I love reliable, big returns on my money. And real estate has produced more wealth for more people than anything else on the planet. And it does so because it has multiple profit centers. It returns your investment in multiple ways. Like the first way, it saves you money by mitigating your tax liability. Second, it appreciates. Third, someone else pays you for its use. And you take that money to pay for the real estate itself. And then what's left over is the fourth reason. The income, the cash flow, it produces a monthly income for you. And and the average person has access to leverage inside of real estate like no other investment. And that leverage, it multiplies all four of those profit centers collectively by three at least. And that's just the leveraging of money. When you start leveraging other people's efforts and experience and resources, that return can climb to a multiple of 10 pretty darn quickly. Not to mention real estate's hedge against inflation. You see, it's never going to be worth zero. It'll never bottom out. Real estate, when done right, has the highest returns with the lowest risk. So invest in yourself, invest in your business, invest in your environment, and invest in income real estate. That's four. I said five. The fifth one, I want you to invest in experiences. Invest in life. After all, that that's why we invest, isn't it? To make life better, to enjoy it, with those that we love and care about most, life is short. Don't miss it. You work hard to get your investments to perform. And when they do, invest in experiences. Invest back into your life. Enjoy it while you're here. Which one of these five investments is your portfolio missing? Or which one could it use a little bit more yeah. of? Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. 